This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. To the NFL. Just a quick take on the Panthers and what they're looking for. Uh, they're looking for better out of Iki Aquanu and the rest of the offensive line. Uh, and I remember, as I was watching the game on Friday night, I remembered all of the people who said, I'm not sure Iki Aquanu is a tackle. He might just be a guard. He struggles in pass protection. Uh, great run blocker. So as we bring in Will Brinson, CBSSports.com, Cover 3 podcast. That's Chip Patterson. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I got the whole thing. There's a number no, involved. It's a pick six. Your pick hey, six. Hey, that's twice as good as three. That's right. Chip is half half the podcaster I am. That's why he's covered three and I'm pick six. Uh, no, no, no. We just ran out of generic football terms, so we slapped uh, slapped those up there. And, and of course, I'm always down to promote any member of the the CBS Sports podcast family uh, and, and my good friend Chip, um, who uh, our good friend Chip, yes. who uh, deserves infinite credit for the way that he stewards that college football he podcast. Does. He has he has to shepherd them. So yeah. well, as I I'm was really watching, more of a, I'm really more of a uh, a sheep or like a goat. <laughs> a lamb. Chips a shepherd. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Well you have a lot of hair. So the as I was watching <laughs> yeah. the game Friday, that's what was popping into my head. I remembered all the people who told me that Icky was maybe more of a guard than a tackle. I don't believe that to be true. Uh, and I hope it's not true, but boy, that was not a good showing against the Giants. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I mean, I think you know, a couple of things. Um, and I actually did uh, Charlotte radio this morning too, all over this great state of North Carolina. Is Will Brinson on this? Lovely, you are. You have covered all uh, corners today. That's right. Um, but, you know, talking to uh, just talking to those guys down there, and I think it's worth pointing out the context with which we're examining. Uh, you know, Icky in that Panthers offensive line in the preseason, and which is to say that one, I think like it's the preseason. And so coaches are trying to do different things with different units and on different teams. For instance, the Jets, who the Panthers played in the first week of the preseason are a really good defensive pass rush. And they'd already played one game and they came in there and on Bryce Young's first drop back, they ran a stunt. Right. And the Panthers were not prepared to block a stunt. And then Icky, Icky looks extremely confused by the stunt. Now, yeah. that doesn't mean that he's enabled as a, as, a, as a blocker in pass protection to recognize a stunt and to block that. It simply probably is more likely that – and look, they were t- the, the line was terrible in that game. And, and But like the point is it's probably more likely that they weren't coached, being coached to prep for that at all, right? Because they're, they're thinking we're just – they're just thinking we're going to drop back and block and just work on our pass sets, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And then with the Giants, you're talking about Wink, Don Wink Martindale, who is probably the most aggressive blitzer uh, of all defensive coordinators in the last like 10 or 15 years. Like you have to go back to like Jim Johnson, the late great Jim Johnson with the Eagles to find somebody who's as aggressive. And Don John Martindale, also uh, old and scrappy, and what well, not scrappy, scruffy, and like a, you know, he's like a, he's like a, he'd like you'd like you, you know, you like some twenty-five-year-old would think they could get a fight with Don Martindale. Oh no, he wouldn't like, do kick. that. Yeah, right. They, they, he'd, he'd like have him down on the ground in like five seconds. Old man but, like, strength. He, yeah, oh, exactly. Major league old man strength. Um, I'm sure he has like a barbed wire tattoo or something too. <laughs> but he, yeah, he is. Um. He's aggressive in the preseason. He's not afraid to blitz and to be aggressive, and he wants to do that. He just didn't really care. And so I think the opponents matter for the Panthers. I think, 
you know, the, the fact that you have Bryce Young in there and when you have Bryce Young, you're going to want to let him throw. So like, the, you know, it's, it's not like they're just running their, like, this is just their offense. You know, I think it's more like, you know, they're, they're not trying to run the ball. They're trying to get, let Bryce Young throw when he's in there with those first team reps. And so I think, I think there's a variable factors in there that, that should allow people to not completely freak out. But just like a lot of teams in the NFL, just like every team in the NFL, if this offensive line is as problematic as it showed in the preseason and it's a weakness for the Panthers, this is not a playoff team and this is not a division winner. This is more like a five, six, seven win team. Yeah, that is, uh, that, that is, there's no question about that. My, I'm going to move on, but I, I watched, Icky Kwanu have only one guy to his outside, Kayvon Thibodeau, and for some reason, Iquanu looked inside, and I can't figure out why. There was nobody to block inside, and uh, after a split second, there was nobody to block outside because Thibodeau was already at. And Thibodeau's beefed right. up, man, and, he, and, he's, yeah. and he's, he's a really – like, we're talking about two teams with pretty good pass rushes, uh, or the yeah. Giants' secondary, second-level second pass rushes, not nearly as good as the Jets. Like, Bryce Hoff uh, torched Icky at one point during that first week, and he's, like, he could start for a lot of teams. He's like the Jets' like fourth or fifth pass rusher. Jets have, um, uh, Jets have a very good defensive yeah. line and very good pass rushers without having necessarily stars, right? Uh, but on the defensive line, they are great. Let me ask you this. Uh, I can't decide if the 49ers are, and maybe this is Kyle Shanahan, are they horrible at the draft or are they great at the draft? Because in one year, they trade two future first-round picks and a third to go from 12 to 3 to draft Trey Lance. But the next year, they take Brock Purdy with the very last pick in the draft Right now, Purdy's going to be the starter. Sam Everlovin' Darnold is going to be the backup. And Trey Lance, who they gave up multiple draft first-round picks for, has no place to go. They might even trade him. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. Well, um, if you want to make it sound worse, <laughs> Sure, why not? I'm here for that. The Dolphins, with those three picks that they got in that swap... <laughs> Used uh, the first one to draft Jalen Waddle, right, and then traded another one for Tyreek Hill and another one for Bradley Chubb. So sounds good. You could have a third. You could have a third string quarterback who's attempted 540 passes since high school, or you could have Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and Bradley Chubb. I don't know which. I mean, like the Niners <laughs> actually couldn't. I don't know what would happen if they had Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle because, like, I mean, that's like a that's a literal Pro Bowl team yeah. with Devo Samuel, George Kittle, Christian. Like, you'd have too much. Um, you know, clearly they figure figure out a way to do it. But yeah, I think it's. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. What's interesting about this, I guess, like maybe even, I mean, quasi, I guess it's ironic. I don't know. I've been, I've been getting yelled at for my use of irony lately, so I don't want to, don't want to do that. But um, the, like, the the 49ers, when they made that move, 
the there and I think this is like this is not has not been like said, but I mean it's sort of understated and and Mike Shanahan, Kyle's dad did did reference it. Like Kyle's Kyle's never said it, but Mike said it. It's like Kyle realized that to win a super to win Super Bowls, you like with the Shanahan system, you can win because it's such a brilliant, uh, it's not like insanely over complex, but it's such a brilliant, brilliantly designed offensive system that you can win without an elite quarterback and certainly with replaceable running backs. Like they do it all the time. But Mike realized and told, and parted this on Kyle too, that like after Elway retired, Mike has struggled to win. He's like, I just win with Jake Plumber, right? And you know, he did. Right. Like he won, won plenty of games, but like, He's like, son, son, like literal, my son, you need to get a quarterback. And so they believe that Trey Lance possessed a combination of tools with both his legs and his arms to move, to give up all that draft capital and go get him. Um, they would be better off if they just stayed put and drafted Mac Jones. You know, like Mac yeah. Jones would, oh, dude, Mac Jones would be perfect in that system. Point guard, distributor, et cetera, Yeah, maybe it'd be Jimmy Garoppolo. They could have just kept Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I mean, the the, the bottom line is, they pretty much have to win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy to justify the Trey Lance deal not being a total disaster. No, no, no. The the deal is a total disaster. Brock sure, Purdy, right. Brock Purdy is looking down at the at the ground and finding a bag of one hundred dollar bills. Okay. That's all that That's is. That's stupid luck. Because if they thought that Brock Purdy was anything, they wouldn't have drafted him in the seventh round. They would have taken him like in the fourth round. Well, that's that's, that's the old Tom Brady argument too. It's like oh, it's total. Like, oh, it's like nobody thought Tom Brady was be any good. That's why he fell in the sixth round. Like, exactly. <laughs> like the Patriot and people are like, oh, the six teams, the six teams that drafted quarterbacks that passed on Tom Brady. It's like uh, the Patriots passed on him like seven times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they drafted him in the sixth round, however many picks they made before that, that's how many times they also passed on Tom Brady. All right, real quick, I've got about uh, sixty seconds left. Uh, what's the end game here with the Colts and Jonathan Taylor? Uh, they put a deadline on him, uh, finding a trade destination. Uh, this whole thing has been kind of gross from, uh, Jim Ursay mocking running backs for speaking out against the system to now what the Colts are doing with Taylor. I actually got in a big beef with a bunch of Colts fans last night on Twitter. I hadn't, I hadn't had a good Twitter beef in a while. Um, <laughs> one of these clowns, like this guy's like, look at this loser. And he like Googled like Will Brinson height. And I was like, D- look, dude, like I hate to break it to you, but if you're spending your Wednesday evening Googling Will Brinson height, you're the biggest loser on the planet. Cause like, <laughs> like I haven't thought about how tall I am in 20 years. I know I'm not tall. I mean, I, I know I'm just probably like an average sized middle-aged dude. But like, if you're Googling Will Brinson height, <laughs> you are the biggest clown on planet planet earth it's, um yeah. and it, maybe next to jim ursay who just won't shut his mouth about anything uh, I, I think this is ursay is posturing a lot here and just trying he's too involved in all these football matters um and and, and it's just sort of become a thing where he's just got hit he, he's in the kitchen and he's banging pots and pans around and it's causing a problem for that front office and for that franchise i'm, I'm googling will brinson height it doesn't it says, it says i'm five seven but the great state of north carolina adamantly insists that i am five nine on my driver's license it does. It does say uh, he is a man of average stature and and uh, and stands <laughs> at a height of five feet five foot seven. You're taller than that. I the great state of North Carolina says I'm five nine. Yeah. They would not. Nobody. They wouldn't lie on my driver's license even if I would lie to them when I was 16 years old. I think it, I think it says that I'm also five nine. But by the way, by the way, I, by the way, before I go, I'm checking. I don't this. know what's happening here on the video thing, but um, I will point out no, five seven on my if, driver's license. If there was a Ryder Cup style battle 
between a bunch of Raleigh cowards and a bunch of high-standing, good citizens from outside of the city, natives from outside of the city going on, you got to promise you that the people from outside of the city will prevail if that were to happen. <laughs> okay. Now, <laughs> uh, I feel used. Shout out, now. Team S. <laughs> <laughs> I feel used. All right, Will. Uh, go, right, go hit him straight, man. I'll talk to you later. See you, buddy. You got it. Will Brinson here on the Adam Gold Show. It is 5'7". If, if, if you Google Will Brinson height, uh, you get his height and a much younger picture of Will Brinson. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.